0: It's a very
1: personal, very important thing. Are you ready,
2: Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. I'm
0: ready, bitch! What's up, guys? Welcome back to Under the Covers, presented by Nosy Buckets. This is Jacob. We're back again with some week two action. Um, had a tough kind of week – tough week one last week with the guys, with Clay and Mike, uh, but still saw some good games, uh, ready to bounce back this week. Uh, Clay and Mike both made it out – or Clay made it out of the Liberty Bowl. It was one in, one out for uh, old Miss, uh, Miss Memphis, but we are back and ready for week two, guys. Uh, glad to see that you guys are back uh, this
3: week. I'm still trying to wake There's up a... <laughs> from Vegas.
1: <laughs> yeah, There's no cooling off on my end four and one week last week. Went ahead and let the bookie know what's going to happen all year. So we got five more
3: winners coming for you this week. I can't speak for Mike.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, Vegas was pretty brutal. Um, I had a few things that looked good at first. The only lock, of course, was that snoozer that Clay went to, the Memphis Ole Miss game with the under. Uh, of course, I picked two teams, heavily favored, double digits, and they both just flat out lose. Shout out to Tennessee. Shout out to Missouri. Um, and then, of course, the Hugh Freeze, the most monumental coaching game I'd ever seen, coaching from a hospital bed. we got to talk about that for a second because how incredible is that? He's coaching from a hospital bed in the upper booth, and the end of the game when Dino Babers is just waving, giving him the thumbs up. That was the most. That's got to be a top ten college football moment. Later, in the that's year. the
1: moment of the year. It's already the moment of the year.
3: Like, there's nothing else that's going to top that, right?
0: No, you so, can't be
3: unless
1: you do something better.
0: <laughs> well, he so, I mean, might. We another in. game this week.
3: <laughs> so uh, yeah, are they going to
1: fly? Are they going to fly him down to Lafayette, and he'll coach from the plane this
3: week? I mean, I they might as well. <laughs> I think overall, yeah, one and four is a horrible start. So I'm going to keep the lose our money on the part of my uh, what you call it, my title on my Twitter handle. Yeah. So we'll keep it there for a you while.
0: Got time to redeem yourself, though. It's all good. All right, guys. So let's get back into the uh, let's get back into the picks. Um, Mike, why don't we start off with uh, start off with you this week? All right. So
3: it's the biggest game of the weekend besides LSU Clemson or LSU Texas, but it is Clemson hosting Texas A and M. Uh, It's the primetime game. Clemson's a a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. My pick is, of course, Texas A&M. I think overall this is way too many points for a team to be favored against a a fairly decent SEC West team. I mean, I would think they would stay within two scores here. Uh, Jimbo Fisher is a longtime friend. Of Dabo Sweeney they played each other a long time in the ACC back when he was at Florida State um, last year was a really close game a lot closer than most people expected in a college station with this game so it's an, another game that's going to be really exciting I think um, yes Clemson looked really good last week but of course they played Georgia Tech running a new offense going from the triple option for 80 years and going to the spread um, I think overall with Mond, I mean, he looked good last week. Of course it was against Texas State, but last year against Texas or uh against Clemson, Farrell, Wilkins, and Lawrence, all three first rounders for the draft, they helped the Tigers last last week or last year rack up seven sacks against Mond in that win. Texas AM best third or third best run defense in the country last year, held Texas State to eight carries. Uh no, eight yards on fifteen carries. I mean, we're talking about Texas State, but still, uh, the running back for Clemson really needs to break out the field for this to be good. I, once again, I, I'll take a double-digit dog for A&M all day.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a lot of points to give a team that lost that many first-rounders. Um, and like you said, you know, this was a close game last year. It was in College Station, but uh, I, think, uh, I think you're right. I think A&M's a lot better. Jimbo's gonna be ready for this one. I mean, this was a a game that kind of you know set off Clemson's season last year really kind of propelled them so um, I think you're right. I think I like that I like that bet. So you're going what was the call on that one?
3: A and M plus seventeen and a half.
0: Plus seventeen and a half.
3: I mean I'd take it at seventeen too but yeah if it once moves. you get up once you get below there, I'm a little iffy. Yeah, gotcha. So just watch the line.
0: <laughs> of course. Set those alerts. Uh, what do you what do you got for first of course this weekly? All
3: right
1: well last week I promised the listeners out there that we would have a Thursday and a Friday night winner waking up Saturday 2-0 delivered on the promise as expected. Unfortunately for us this week, there's no Thursday night college game because the NFL and the Friday night games aren't worth our time. So we're starting out padding our bank accounts on Saturday morning at 11 Central Time. We got Mizzou. I know we'll take a bunch of flack for last week, losing outright. But a bounce-back game for Kelly Bryant and Missouri. At home, minus 13 and a half against West Virginia Mountaineers. Last week, West Virginia was down 7 to 3 at home to James Madison. They scored (laughs) 10 points in the fourth quarter to win 20 to 13. Meanwhile, early in the game in Wyoming, Missouri's up 14 to nothing. Then Then they fumble. Wyoming scoop and score, and then they go back-to-back 60-yard-plus touchdown runs to flip the game immediately. Mizzou had a chance to take advantage, go up 21. They fumbled. So, this week, we're starting out early. This West Virginia team is not any good. So, get back on the horse. Kelly Bryant, he doesn't, he doesn't have the ring on his finger, so he's hungry. We got a minus 13 and a half. Might have moved to 14 by now. But you're going to want Mizzou minus two TDs at home.
0: I like that. And, I mean, Bryant threw for 400 yards last week. I mean, he didn't look bad. It was just kind of seemed like Missouri was just unprepared. It was an altitude. Yeah, of uh, course. It
3: was the altitude. I was about to add that, too. I mean, there was nothing wrong with what the offense did for Missouri. It was the defense. So, let's see if they can uh, get back on the, the horse back there. The horse. Yeah. I like it.
0: Yeah, so you got – what was that again? What, Missouri uh, minus uh, 13 and a half? 13 and a
3: half.
0: Love it. Love it. Um all right, Mike, what do you got?
3: All right, so my next pick, another good primetime night game you're going to tune in to watch is Vanderbilt at Purdue. Uh, Purdue is a seven-point favorite, but my pick is Derek Mason and the Doors. Uh Vandy's, I mean, Vandy, yeah, they didn't cover last week against Georgia, but who does? They only allowed 30 on Georgia, which I thought was pretty impressive. Uh, Purdue let Nevada hang 31 on them. Vandy's weakness against the Bulldogs, of course, was their run defense because you've got two first-round draft picks at some point on the Georgia backfield. Uh, But Purdue looked pretty abysmal against the run, against the bottom. So I think pass defense-wise, Vandy looks solid, but when you can run the ball all night, I don't really see a point in passing. But I think Derek Mason has the boys ready on the road and picking up that seven
0: yeah no I, I like that um yeah vandy didn't do couldn't do much i mean that defense for georgia was was pretty stout last week and and vaughn i mean vaughn still had about 75 yards so maybe um maybe they can come out and, and establish that run which is what they want to do um so uh, i like that call uh, that purdue nevada game was pretty good last week as well yes it was uh, pretty exciting
1: shout um, out shout out to the freshman kicker
0: shout out <laughs> yeah exactly uh what do you uh what's your second one this week clay
1: All right, it's it's time we finally hop on that train this year. We made it all of seven days. Back to fading Ole Miss. We got Arkansas plus seven in Oxford. Ole Miss, Braylon Sanders injured. That's their second-best receiver. He got injured early in the Memphis game. Their offensive line could be one of the worst in the country. Their defense is much improved, but Ole Miss won by four last year in Little Rock. Arkansas should be much improved from last year. Ole Miss much worse on offense. Defense should be better. But a full touchdown for what should be the Power Five conference matchup game of the year in the second week. The last four matchups between these two teams decided by four points, one point, four points, and one point. So a touchdown is just too much to give in this game. Take Arkansas plus seven Saturday night in Bald Hemingway Stadium.
0: Yeah, and we both we talked about this before that both of these like uh, both of these coaches, Matt Luke and Chad Morris, are going to be starred for sec wins this year and so this is a chance for each of them they probably view it as one of their early chances to get one of those on the on this on the board so i mean you're going to get the best effort out of these guys from that perspective but we you know probably think morris is a little bit more a little bit more used to the spot so i, I like the call i think you know I, I did a little money line parlay this week with arkansas with a couple other teams uh small underdogs so i think it's uh this something to look at there too
3: I love that pick. I mean, there was two picks I did on Monday, or I put money on Monday. It was A&M and Arkansas. So, yeah. I'm all about it. Love it. Um, what's, your, uh, what's your third one, Mike? Well, keeping in the SEC, we got Tulane in the membrane at Auburn. Auburn is a 18-point favorite. And once again, I love a road dog. I think this is an opportune time for the two lane in the membrane green wave to pounce on this high spread against a team that really just won an emotional game against Oregon. Shout out to Bo Nicks. Bo Nicks, like that last two minutes was crazy. Um, if you had money on either team, you were sweating at the end. But they pulled that win out of their ass, to say the least. I think it's going to be hard for Auburn to come back home and get up for a game like this. Tulane's got a really solid defense this year. Um, so, I wouldn't sleep on the green wave. So, that's that's really all I got for it.
0: No, I think that's good. I mean, it's definitely up for a letdown. I mean, I was like, I had Auburn's schedule up earlier. You know, they have uh, they have Kent State and A&M after this. So, I mean, they're you know they're definitely coming down off that game last week. And you could – there's an argument to be made that, that Oregon lost that game and not – Auburn winning it because Knicks did not look great in the first like three quarters so um, I really thought that that was you know a done deal like they were going to have a QB controversy after week one but um, but yeah I mean I think I think that's I think it's a good call on uh, getting them to cover that pretty large spread because Auburn did not look that great uh, last week so and if you want to note something else mm-hmm.
3: just for general history when you have a team like that come like a top twenty-five team that goes on a neutral site and comes back home for their second game. Most of the time, they don't cover. Yeah, which I mean, you could check my math, but it's
0: like fifty-four percent. So that is most of the time. <laughs> hey, it's <two> more, than <laughs> more than half. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so you got um, you got Auburn uh, or Tulane plus eighteen. Yeah, in the membrane. Right. So Clay, what's your uh, what's your third one?
1: All right, let's keep it in the Magnolia State. I got the Bullies, minus 16 and a half at home against Southern Miss Golden Eagles. The Bullies is Mississippi State. For anybody out there that can be confused, State was up 21 early in the fourth quarter last week, kind of let off the gas. UL Lafayette came back, covered. Oh, well, what, what does it really matter? Everybody was partying by that point in the Superdome. So this game, this is one of those classics. Early season games in Startville where they cover and beat the absolute crap out of a non-conference opponent. Dan Mullen used to make, make millions out of these games. Let's see if Moorhead can take note. The game started at 18 and a half this week, and it's already down to, it's down to 16 and a half. I don't know what people think Southern Miss has, but I wouldn't worry about it. I got the bullies rolling. Colin Hill went 27 for 197 last week. He could be the best running back in the conference if Moorhead let him. He doesn't have uh, Nikki Fitz to take all his carries this year. I got the bullies rolling by over 20 at home against Southern Miss. A, uh, not, a non-de facto <laughs> rivalry <robbery> game.
0: <laughs> non-de facto. Yeah, no, I love – I mean, I'm I'm hoping that's the outcome. Uh, the one thing, too, here, I mean, it, uh, uh, Southern Miss struggled a little bit. I mean, I say struggled. They weren't taking care of business early against Alcorn State last week. Because we, uh, we had the good uh, – Grind City Media was down there, boots on the ground covering it for us. So, we really got a first uh, hand look at some of those – some of the clips from that game. Uh, thank, we're thankful for them. But, uh, you know, USM only rushed for like – I mean, not even 100 yards. And that was really what UL, uh, Lafayette really did, uh, really carved us up last week. So, I'm hoping that if they're not able to run the ball on us, that we should be able to take care – the state should be able to take care of the uh, – take care of that spread. Yeah,
3: like most week one games, they're pretty sloppy. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of inside – like team like Louisiana and Mississippi State, they both turned the ball over I think multiple times in like scoring position past the opposing 50. So, I mean, you're getting a little bit of the kinks out. I Mm -hmm. like that. And if you like it even more, Clay, the total for Mississippi State is 34.5, and and I'd hammer it. So.
2: Oh.
1: You know how how much we
3: like those early season totals. (laughs)
0: Love it. Uh well, yeah so we got uh, 3 of each we're going to do another little break here we're going to check back in with Vegas Dave um last week he left us off with some great picks before he came uh came down for a little uh, old Memphis action uh Mike was house sitting for him out in Vegas so maybe that's the reason why you uh he took all his mojo with him so that's the reason why your picks didn't do too great last week so open your back in back at home back on the grind and then uh Vegas stays back out in his um in his old stopping ground so we'll get uh, kind of Boots on the ground report from what's going on in uh, Vegas this week.
4: What up? What's up, fellas? Vegas days back for week two. Um, wow, week one was a doozy. Uh, didn't do too hot. Uh, Mac Brown made me look like a fool, and uh, I got Todd Gurley by uh, Memphis at the late second. On the 20-yard line, a uh, dude decided to fall down when he could have just ran it in. But, hey, you know what it is. Uh It happens. But I'm going to go ahead and get into these. Uh, first pick, I'm going to do love some Pac-12 action this week. I'm going to go Washington, minus 13.5. I'm going to buy that half point over Cal. I like Jacob Eason, and I like uh, Chris Peterson a lot. Um Next pick, I'm going to do Stanford. I mean, it's basically a pick em plus one. I'm just going to take Stanford because KJ Costello, it's questionable, but, uh, he's a tough kid. He'll play, uh, USC. They lost their, uh, um, stud quarterback. So I don't know about all that one. I'll take Stanford and, um last one marquee matchup of the week. I'm, uh, for some odd reason, I don't really know. I don't really have an explanation on it, but I'm uh going LSU Texas the over fifty five and a half. I don't know what it is, but I like it. I, two good quarterbacks. I don't know. Uh I'm just on a wild hair right now. I mean I am at the world famous uh Fat Tuesday and <laughs> uh on the strip drinking a little one ninety octane, the world famous with the umbrella in there, so you know what I'm getting a little crazy here. But um uh, Hey, I went one or two last week, but it could be worse. It could be Mike. Could have picked Georgia State. Tennessee game, yeah. That one was uh not your best effort, Mike. But, uh hey, that's why we come back, and that's why we bet. Good luck to you all this week.
5: Oh, tell them to bring me my money. Yeah!
1: All right, big shout-out to Vegas Dave. I uh, saw him not quite in the third quarter, but it was more towards the end of the fourth. I saw him uh, drinking a Modelo on the patio at Cafe Olay. Got to spend some time with him. But actually, uh, he sounded pretty down in his voice there. Uh, Rumors out of Vegas where he was down at Lake Mead on Monday and hurt his foot in a little boat accident. He was out there hanging out with some co-eds from UNLV. So we haven't gotten him to confirm it or deny it yet, but – if I know him like I think I do, it's probably true. But always good to hear from him. I'm sure his picks will bounce back. One and two is not his mojo. He'll be back.
0: Oh, yeah. He's got that wild hair about the LSU-Texas. Uh, I'm with him on that. I think it's going to be a score fest, high-scoring affair there.
3: Yeah, I'm going to also apologize. I didn't, I didn't leave the place too in, too much in shambles for Vegas Dave's spot in Vegas. But I really, really regret – like biggest regret of all time. If you're a Tennessee fan just go hide for the rest of the year. Um Georgia State shout out. <laughs> you got me.
0: <laughs> that was a tough one. The Soto, a tough one to be on that. The side. kid
1: from the Soto
3: County.
0: Center Hill baby.
3: Yeah. Rocky top all I day.
0: I guess he slipped under the uh he slipped away from uh, Tennessee in their recruiting class a couple of years ago. Um Anyway, so yeah. So thanks, Vegas Day, for that. We'll get those picks on the board. I uh, feel a bounce back coming. But let's jump back into um uh back into our uh five best bets. So, Mike, let's get your number four.
3: Number th- 4 you're right. I can't even count. That's why I'm losing money. Uh, <laughs> not number a, four. Not, a good sign. not a good sign. <laughs> number four, Southern. <laughs> Not Southern Miss, but Southern at Memphis. The total is 68 and a half. I'm all over the under. I think we just got to play the Memphis under all year, just given the fact that what a snoozer that Memphis Ole Miss game was. Again, they held Memphis to 10 points. I mean, Memphis looked like a solid defensive front, if I'm not wrong. Um, but, I mean, can you expect Southern to be any better offensively? Uh, they had a heartbreaking loss last week to McNe- McNeese State, 38 to 28 or 34 to 28 on the road. Memphis, this is their biggest opponent, Southern. Uh, with it being miserably hot at 11 a.m. for a 25,000 or 25,000 people crowned, I think Memphis should win big. They're 37 and a half point favorites. If you're looking at dabbling at that, uh, it's a 50 to 14 kind of game. Which is under sixty eight and a half. The most exciting part of this game is going to be the halftime show. Southern's got a great band,
0: so enjoy it. Enjoy cashing in the under. Yeah, that's a big number. Thirty seven and a half is big too. Um, I I didn't see I didn't see enough explosiveness out of Memphis last week to to be able to cover that really at this early in the season. Yeah, and they had a
3: lot of like you know callbacks and some mistakes, turnovers or whatever. But you can't expect Southern to score that much. No. So. You're right.
0: That's going to be it's going to be the, the bulk of the points going to come from Memphis. So you got a sixty eight and a half the total there. You're taking the under uh, for that eleven a.m. Uh, kick. So we'll get that one out of the way early Saturday. Um, Clay, let's get up to your number four game.
1: All right, let's go ahead and just cut down to it. It's the East Coast game of the week that everybody's looking forward to. The Illinois Fighting Illini, led by none other than Lovey Smith, at UConn. UConn on their way out of the AAC. They pretty much given up on it all. Hope that is football. Last week they beat FCS powerhouse Wagner, 24 to 21. UConn won one game last year, so they've already matched their win total. Meanwhile, Illinois, 17 point favorite, beat Akron Zips. Shout out LeBron, 42 to three at home last week. Illinois, led by Lovey Smith, go ahead and getting some wins early. They will roll at UConn on Saturday. East Coast game of the weekend.
0: I love that. I think uh, Lovey Smith's beard's enough to cover to cover that spread. It's the best all beard we need. in all sports. Um, yeah, so uh, you got uh, – what was it again? Uh, Illinois covering the – what was the number? 20 and a half. 20 and a half. Lock it in. Uh, all right, Mike, let's get your uh, last game. Last
3: game for myself and also the last game of the Saturday slate, 11 o'clock. That Pac 12 after dark. We got Oregon State at Hawaii. There's nothing left to be said besides we're a huge fan of Cole McDonald. And we've got a lot of fans on the show that are also Cole McDonald fans, including Rock and Rob.
2: Nobody wants to talk about the quarterback at Hawaii.
3: Cole McDonald, we know. He had a shaky week zero. He threw four TDs, which is impressive, but he also threw four picks. Uh, Hawaii's going for that Pac-12 sweep. Uh, They're a a six-and-a-half-point favorite against Oregon State, by the way. Uh, Hawaii, I'm picking them, as you already know. You can tell just by the hype we have, even from our callers from last year, 2018, shout-out to Rock and Rob. Once again, uh, the Pac-12 sweep, they beat Arizona week zero, they got Washington week the, the last time they play a Pac-12 team. Hawaii had six turnovers. They were 11-point dogs, and they still won the game. Like, how many times can you say that? Yeah. Uh, Mountain West getting a lot of love in that first week uh, for college football. Wyoming beat Missouri, as we know. Boise State upset Florida State. Nevada beat Purdue. Two of those were my horrible picks. So, you know this is going to be good for the Mountain West. Um, so overall Oregon state, I mean, they got beat last week by Oklahoma state. Um, they looked pretty good for the most part, but shout out to clay for making us some money there. But I just think with the time zone change and with Hawaii taking a whole week off, they're just going to wait in here and they're going to, they're going to make this six and a half work.
0: No. Yeah. You know, we're big fans of Hawaii there. Uh, Cole McDonald. I was a pretty shaky first, uh, first week zero, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta have confidence in, in that, uh, in that head of hair. And uh, so I really think, uh, like you said, he's going to complete that Pac-12 sweep uh, for that, <clears throat> for that six and a half this week. Um, Clay, what's your, uh, what's your last one?
1: All right. Last but not least, let's not make it any more complicated than it's got to be. Tennessee at home, minus three versus BYU. I know everybody's talking about how bad Tennessee is. They lost to Georgia State. Lowest point of the program. Lowest point of the program would be if they got beat on Saturday at home by BYU to follow up last week. This is Jeremy Pruitt coaching for your young, orange-blooded coaching life. Minus three at home, Tennessee, they have to cover this. They have to win this game. If Tennessee loses this game, three and nine is the absolute ceiling. Absolute ceiling for a second-year coach at Tennessee. Jeremy Pruitt will cover and win us this game. Don't make it complicated. It's Jeremy Pruitt game of the year.
0: I mean, backs against the wall, you got to go with Pruitt there. Got to go with the Blue Blood. But, I mean, if he doesn't, it is not looking good in Knoxville. Oh, <laughs> uh, How many people are even going to show up
3: for that game? Like, <laughs> oh, that second half
1: there on Saturday was – there was 30,000 left.
3: Yeah, student yeah. section left like a normal SEC student <laughs> section does. But – yeah, I mean
0: this. Everybody is, else left too. Yes.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's true.
0: Except uh, the Georgia State fans, they stayed.
3: This is going to be like a uh, like before Memphis had a a good football program. They're just going to be paying people to come in the game, mm-hmm. um, at least for this one. It's going to be bad.
1: Uh, yeah. No. Back to the days where you buy a
3: Sonic cheeseburger and get a free Memphis <laughs> State ticket. I was drawing a. I was drawing a a blank. The the Larry Porter days.
0: Yeah. Oh, those were the days. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so that's rounding out the best bets. Uh, you got Tennessee backs against the wall covering the three and a half. Uh, it's really a must win there. Must cover. Honestly, you can't really play around too much there at the buzzer with BYU. Um, so we got those five best bets. We'll, uh, we'll have them up. Make sure you get those locked in before Saturday morning. Um, and then we also wanted to kind of recap, uh, or, you know, go, uh, have three more double digit dogs for you this week. Uh, uh, like we did last week, uh, I think we hit a couple of those. Um, but uh, we'll let you go ahead and lead off with yours, Mike.
3: Well, it's included in my pick uh, oh, okay. this week because, I mean, I do have two double-digit dogs in my five picks, but my double do- double-digit double dog is A&M. Mm-hmm. That's my most confident one. So, Love
0: it. What about you, Clay?
1: All right, well, uh, we're looking to improve upon last week's double-digit dog because Charlie Strong didn't score for us. Mm-mm. So, uh, this week we're going to go with my reliable Cincinnati Bearcats plus 16-and-a-half at the U. Or at the
0: Horseshoe. At the Horseshoe. Sorry. Dustin Fields coming yeah.
1: out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Luke Fickle revenge game at Ohio State.
0: <laughs> oh, not, not enough people are talking about that. I'm J-Mac, hearing, did well, your, Robert, that your Robert Morris bet hit, right? I did. Pretty easy. I think, it, I, think they, I think they lost by like 20 or 25. I think yeah, it was 46.
3: La, or <laughs> La, Tech La Tech lost tw- by 24, and they were 20 and a half. So I mean we were me and Clay were right there on it, but I mean I wasn't close on anything else. So I mean
0: I, I've always had my ear to the ground with Buffalo football and I knew that they were gonna be down. So what you got, <laughs> Jacob? What's have, uh, your dog? I'm gonna jump back on uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on Oregon's performance last week and take Nevada to cover the t- their twenty-four point dogs at Oregon. Oregon, obviously, heartbreaking loss to Auburn last week. And, um, I mean, Nevada's not a bad team. They won at the wire with Purdue, but they're, they always compete with those West Coast teams. So, I'm going to take that they're going to – you know, maybe there's a late TD that brings that uh, – covers that for me, but I really think that that's a lot of points for uh, how they played last week. So, I think Nevada plus 24. Book week. it. Book it. Book it. So those are your uh, your five picks for uh, Mike and Clay, and also the double-digit dogs. We'll jump in. We had a couple of callers on voicemails this week. A uh, longtime caller, Snitch, as well as buddy another buddy of ours. So we'll uh, we'll uh, get the get get to those right now.
5: What's up? It's Will here, and uh, just want to throw my picks in for the week. I consulted with Danny Phillips, local Fernando betting legend. But uh, we want to talk about. I got two games that we can talk about. May throw in a third so I don't go one on one. But, uh, I've got Alabama, New Mexico State. Total points, 55, over. I'm going to go to the under here. Since Saban took over as Alabama's head coach in 2007, they have never covered a 50 point spread. I meant to say spread there, so total points. Next game, I got LSU Texas. LSU's minus six. I take that all day because I think Texas is not back. And LSU's revamped offense plus their defense is going to overwhelm little baby Sam Ellinger. And it's this Big 12 defense, I think, that LSU's offense is rolling this year. I know they played a joke of a team last week, but I'm putting it out there that they're going full at it. Uh the Tiebreaker game, just in case, Uh I got Vandy Perdue. I got Purdue to cover with the bounce back game. It's at home for Purdue. so And I think Vandy's just going to still live on the embarrassment of Georgia, which I know Purdue lost in glorious fashion in Nevada. But, you know, we'll see what happens there. I still like Purdue. Uh Crazy prop bet. I don't even know if it's out there. I don't know if y'all saw the Jackson State's mascot decided to go celebrate with the team after a touchdown, and he got a penalty. So I'm going to go with the over that he gets another penalty this week of one. Good thing to follow for the next few weeks, but uh, appreciate for the call-in, and I will look forward to hearing this on the podcast. All
1: right, big shout-out to Will calling in and uh, giving us some of the picks that he got from Danny. Big shout-out to Danny the legend. But uh, Will fading, uh, fading Nick Saban with the 50-point. I like that little uh, stat you broke out on us. But uh, meanwhile, regarding your prop bet for Jackson State – I would be willing to bet Jackson state won't have a mascot for the rest of the year after watching that mascot completely flip that game upside down. I mean, Jackson state was up seven with momentum. He gets the personal foul. Then they're down 21 within 10 minutes. It was insane how a mascot could flip a game like that, but uh, enjoy the call in. Let's see what your picks do.
0: Yeah. I love it. will appreciate the call. long uh, longtime friend, uh listener of the pod there. Um, so, uh, obviously much appreciated for that love the love the, I like the I like the New Mexico state uh going out on a limb for that one too it's a big number um but we'll, we got another caller as well of course snitch called in uh with some more heaters uh maybe maybe there's some other con- maybe there's something else in there too we'll see uh we'll see what he's got for us this week
2: what up 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 Week two, college football coming at you full force um Man, of the week, two and one with the line I had for myself. You got Memphis late. You might have gone 3-0 with my picks. Big shout out to Clay going four and one. That is what you do. You make people money, um, and I loved it. Took them all, made some money. And now let's talk about the guy whose his name reinforced itself this weekend. Lose our money, Mike. He did it again. One and four. Just this week. I mean, absolutely. Just terrible. Lost all our money. Luckily, I faded you on most of those picks. I did agree with you on the under. Um, great pick on that under. And You know, it just sucks that you're losing all these listeners' money. Um, and I hate it. I hope they're listening to us to tell you to fade, and that's the reason you got the nickname. That's either here nor there. I bet you a wing guru lunch that you don't go better than 500 this week. You go 500, we push you or are picking five games, so you can So I'm saying you don't go over five hundred this week in your picks, but no wing or lunch on it. I'm not going to pick any games this week, but I do love the games we get to watch this week. We get a Texas A&M Clemson game, which will be a battle. We get LSU Texas, which will be a battle. Oh, and let's not forget the biggest battle of them all: Arkansas at Ole Miss. Mine is minus seven Ole Miss right now. I don't know how. I want to talk about it. It's going to be a doozy of, of week two. And, gee, uh, all the games. A couple lines I do like, I like Hawaii, like Ohio State, both covering. Um, and then, also, you can't forget the, the Mississippi State Southern this game, which is going to be, uh, you know, an instant game, a lot of bad blood down there. Um, I, I like State to blow them out as well. So, you know, if you want to say three picks, give me Hawaii, Ohio State, in Mississippi State. And damn, like, you gotta do better, son. Oh, Vegas Dave, if you're listening, I heard you took a tumble with some co eds out there, and uh I hope to hope the foot gets better, man. You know, send the prayers from my family to yours and uh, you know, let's let's just have another good weekend.
0: Peace. Mike getting called out by by <laughs> listeners. What your response? Dude,
3: what else is new, man? What else is new? When you go one and four, you deserve that. That's true. Um, but no, I'll accept this challenge greatly, uh, and like I'll at least make up for the pals and at least pay my debts. So if I do lose this week, I'll meet you at Wing Guru Monday for lunch. Uh, but hopefully, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break the chain here. Get get back into the five hundred. Uh, I feel like it's a good week. I mean, he's already on my side with Hawaii, so he may change his mind after listening to this. <laughs> yeah. But w- we'll see. <laughs> we'll see about that. But I'll take that, and I'll take my honey suicide boneless. So we'll go.
0: Sounds like y'all are getting lunch Ooh. on Monday regardless. Mike calling out his wing flavor. Oh, he's already he's already putting the order in. Um. So, yeah, that's something to look out okay. for weekend with uh, with the bets a little wing wing guru side action big shout out
1: to snitch for for saying he wasn't going to give us any picks and then he gave us three picks that's (laughs) what we like out of you snitch
0: just always throwing a curveball um
1: it's true gambler
0: style love it um but yeah appreciate the call once again as always um and always we always appreciate the uh anybody calling in and uh listening and uh getting involved um Uh, also to going forward, we'd love to, you know, get into some, you know, obviously give us, give us some, uh, give us some crap about what we do and, uh, call in and, uh, call in and give us some, uh, feel free to give us some pointers. doesn't always have to be picked. So moving forward, you know, mix it up. You guys, uh, 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 have fun with it. So anyway, uh, those are the picks. You got the dogs, you got the, you got the callers, uh, anything else from you guys before we uh, head out? Let's make Hey, LSU,
1: Texas. LSU, Texas, we're a Horns Down pod.
0: We are. Pro Horns Down. I'm sure that's going to come up this weekend.
1: Oh, yeah, they can do it because it's not a Big 12 game. Oh,
0: yes. Let's do yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. But I'm sure Ed O's told his boys to have more class than that. I'm sure he has.
0: let's uh let's see if they listen uh but uh but yeah i mean that's that's the game that's the game to watch i mean that's that's what i'm gonna be tuned in for i think it's uh i don't know i mean lsu scored a lot of points last week but we don't know if that new offense is for real or not is joe burrows any good for real we'll find out saturday yep all right well, appreciate you guys once again guys listen to the pod uh, the voicemails in the in the bio and uh, obviously we'll tweet it out on uh, Thursday uh, feel free to uh, let us know if you have any questions in the in the replies uh, anyway we'll talk to you guys next week See ya, See ya. peace
4: peace.